0: I don't even know how this works. It's only been five months. I don't remember shit. Let's just cue the music and see what happens. The Bar Star Podcast is a show that aims for something
1: a little different. It's hosted by a drummer who thinks he's a musician. But let's be honest. I know and you know that drummers are not musicians, right? Or are they? Hang on a second. Who wrote this crap? This is garbage. Nobody's going to listen to a show put on by somebody they haven't heard of.
2: It's stupid. It's just crap. Hello,
0: hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Finally. I know, I know, I know, it's been weird, it's been really weird, it's been odd, I'm in an odd place, kids, but anyway, welcome to another episode, finally a brand new episode of the Barstar Podcast, I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly, I, uh, I would apologize, but I have nothing to apologize for because I pretty much do what the fuck I want to do, that's how I roll, it's my life, It is what it is. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody has had a good few months. I hope everybody has been, quote, staying safe, because I guess that's what you have to say now. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that because everybody has their own opinions and their own beliefs on the whole thing. Uh, But I will address one thing right now. In this episode that you're about to hear at some point during the conversation, it did come up, the whole Rona issue, and I said the word scamdemic. I heard somebody else say that, and it made me laugh. Whether you believe that or not is irrelevant. No, that does not mean I don't think it's real. It is 100% real, although the one thing I will say, I don't believe the numbers. That's it. Don't text me. Don't message me. Don't email me. Don't send me a fucking carrier pigeon telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about. Because I'm well aware that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not real smart. I play drums. Well, I kind of used to play drums. I don't know what I do anymore. So I know I'm not smart. But that's enough of that. Today on the show, I have my buddy, a phenomenal drummer. A one Mr. Danny Murphy. Danny is from Louisville. Most of my Louisville people know who he is. Most of my Louisville people have not heard from him because Danny has no social media. He's a weirdo. Or maybe he's just smarter than all of us. Who knows? I haven't quite put my finger on it. But before I get into Danny, let me give you a quick update on my life. Since nobody's heard from me in five months. uh, Tampa's weird. I'm just going to say it. I have yet to find my comfort zone here. Um, I know I will eventually be happy here and everything will be fine it's just weird it's odd when you leave your circle you don't realize how big your circle is until your circle's gone so i have no friends Uh, most of the people i've met down here i'm not that much of a fan of i've met a few people that i'm i'm kind of cool with but i don't have any friends that's not for you to feel sorry for me it is just a fact Uh, Stacy and I have each other. She's made a couple friends because she's way more sociable than I am. But uh, it's weird. The music scene is odd. I I believe that... I don't know if I'm right on this, but I believe that most of the good players are being very closed off right now, especially to new people. Um, I have exhausted a lot of social media resources, so now I am going out on the weekends and meeting new people and watching some of the bands... I gotta be honest with you, kids. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. So it's weird. I do have an amazing job. Um, I was able to get a really good job that kind of fell out of the sky. It was a a midwestern connection, actually. the The branch manager uh, picked my resume out because I'm from Louisville. He is from Evansville, Indiana. And he said, and I quote, I want to hire somebody with a Midwestern work ethic, unquote. Even though I'm not originally from the Midwest, most of you that know me know that I have a high work ethic. So he was right on that. But anyway, I I got a really good job with a company. Uh, We service and sell heavy machinery, parts, clutches, axles. We work on boats which I guess is good because I live in Florida. There's a lot of water around here. Uh, but I dig it. I have a lot to learn. I'm in way over my head, and I like it because it challenges me. So there is that. Uh, Stacy is doing well. She is working at a brewery. Um, she loves it. She got that through her friend, and she is digging the shit out of it. She had debated on going back to 911, but that job is such a soul suck. And for my Louisville people, I know a few of you actually listen to this are still in EMS and 911. I'm very sorry that you're still in that world. Please get out before you have a heart attack or an aneurysm or something fucking tragic because it's going to shit up there. So I hear. I don't know that. I'm down here in Florida. I have no idea. So I know a lot of that sounds negative, but it's. It's not really negative. It's um, it's just my reality. It's an observation of where I am in my life. Uh, I've been down here six months, I guess, and uh, I just don't know. I'm not, like I said a second ago, I'm not real comfortable. I don't know where my comfort zone is going to come in. I don't know how I'm going to find it. Um, I have been playing with, with a band, with an original band, uh, which I will get into more detail with that later and not later on this show. It'll be... Probably another two or three months knowing me. Uh, But it will be down the road. I will have those guys on. But um, there's no gigs in sight for me. I have not played out since August. I want to fucking shoot my own face off. I need to get on stage. But for the people that I've been following on social media and keeping up with, and for my Louisville people and some of my Nashville people, you guys are actually getting back out on stage. And my Vegas people. Lance Eric, what's up? Uh you guys are getting back out on stage and i am so thankful uh god bless you that's good for you guys i'm also at the same time very envious uh i hate all of your faces with love so there is that the only other thing i have to say is i love the weather down here Uh, stacy and i snuck up to louisville the weekend of valentine's day not because of that it just worked out that way to see the grandkids, Uh, we snuck in, we snuck out, nobody even knew we were there, Um, but when we left, it was 75 degrees down here when we got to Louisville, it was 20 degrees in an ice storm, so all I have to say is, fuck that, that shit sucked, I don't know why we lived there so long where it hurt our face, that was crazy, but you get used to it and then when it's taken away and you go, oh wow, you actually don't have to freeze your nuts off, Um, you kind of look at weather a little bit different. So that's it. That's all I got on the Tampa thing. Back to Danny Murphy. Danny and I get into a lot of things because he is from Louisville, but he moved down here about six years ago. He was the drummer for Scary Uncle, uh, a lot of other bands as well, but Scary Uncle is the most notable band that he was in in recent past. Not that anything else he did was not noticeable, but it was late 90s, early 2000s, and I know with the advent of the cell phone, people don't remember shit anymore. Even the phone numbers, nobody. I, I don't even know my wife's phone number. How bad is that? Actually, that's a lie. I do. It's 555 um, 555 But we talk about all kinds of cool stuff, and he let me in on some stuff that I didn't know about, which obviously you'll hear in this hang that we did in his garage uh, on March 21st. The reason March 21st is important, it was three weeks ago, I was supposed to get this episode done at least a week after the Scary Uncle reunion that happened two weeks ago. Follow that math. I'm not explaining it to you. I did not. I could not. I literally did not have the time to get it done. And I was also having a couple of computer issues. Nothing major. Uh, I did fix everything, but the biggest problem was I didn't have the time or I didn't make the time, I should say. So I dropped the ball, but I knew I wouldn't get the show done before the Scary Uncle Reunion. Anyway, I did see some footage from it. It was amazing. Those guys crushed it, as they always do. They're such a good band. But we get into all kinds of stuff, and that's enough of me rambling. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I hope you guys missed me. I miss all of my Louisville people, even the annoying ones that don't like me. I, I miss you guys, too. Hell, I miss the ones that fucking hate me. I miss you guys, too. At least you knew I existed. So, with all that BS out of the way, here is my conversation with the one badass drummer who does not give himself enough credit, Mr. Danny Murphy.
1: plane back. There's not a rhythm. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it closer to your face. Yeah, I've heard
2: that before, too.
0: Okay, so, uh, just so you know, <laughs> I already hit record.
2: <laughs> <Ta-da-da-da-da>. <laughs>
0: so, um, I am sitting in a garage in what fucking city am I in?
1: This would be Cape Coral, Florida. Cape Coral, <laughs> Florida
0: a nice windy day in Florida. It's still sunny, though, even though there's black clouds over there. Across your neighbor's bright yellow fucking stucco house. Next to your other neighbor's bright yellow fucking stucco house.
1: In the garage of my baby shit yellow stucco <coughs> house.
0: <laughs> I would call that seafoam baby shit, but yes. Yeah. So. And I am sitting here with, uh, for you Louisville people, by the time I will actually edit this, there will be a really cool intro that I can talk about, but I am sitting here with the one and only danny fucking
1: murphy what's up peoples
0: how pretty you're <laughs> waiting for the response there's not gonna be one yeah i know oh i'll give you one
1: <laughs> ah, danny. Yeah. Ah. crowd goes wild all three of them my same three fans i paid back in kentucky <laughs>
0: wait i have more than three listeners
2: no
1: you have listeners I have i'm
0: talking part. about my fans oh okay <laughs> fair fair point fair point family members <laughs> How are you, brother? I'm good. How are you, sir? I am, I am fantastic. We, um, I drove down. Uh, for those of you that have followed my little journey to Florida, um, you can't follow Danny's because he's not on social media because he's got skeletons that he doesn't want the world to know about. Um, <laughs> but those of you that have followed my little journey, uh, Danny is about two and a half hours south of me. So I drove down this morning, okay, this afternoon because... We all know on the weekends I don't get up early. I had a bunch of shit to do, and we just went to a place called Mud Bugs. It was really good. We just had some cool lunch, sat outside, and um, got waited on by some chick named Carrie. And the only reason that's relevant is because your wife is named Carrie.
1: Yes, spelled differently though.
0: Yeah, well, they're always spelled differently. I know fourteen Stacies, but only one yeah. is spelled the way my Stacey is. It's
1: like John Coffee, but not only not spelled the same, ma'am. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, uh, I can't remember the movie reference now. <laughs> it's
0: quite all right. All right. So we, we are in Cape Coral, Florida, where you have lived. You moved down here six years ago. Next month yes, will sir. be six years.
1: Yeah. April the 15th. Exactly. Six years.
0: And because you are not on social media, our, our mutual Louisville friends, a lot of them, other than the ones that you talk to on a regular basis, have no fucking clue what you've been doing. So what is the short version of how you got down here? I know, but (laughs) obviously people that are listening to this don't have a clue.
1: Most people that know me have known me for a long time. I've been an appliance installer since out of high school. Started doing it probably the summer of 1987.
0: FYI, Danny's older mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah,
1: I'll be 52 this year, so suck it. Uh, <laughs> okay, he's old. He's not old yeah. as fuck. I feel old as fuck, though. Uh, mentally, but you I'm look just, great. Yeah, thank you. You're kind of you. cute. Oh, I, my God, you're so cute. I, I, I uh, play a cute guy on TV. Um, <laughs> no, I started doing appliances at a local establishment in Louisville called Bonnie Castle Appliance and TV. Family friend bought the business, was forced into it by my father. God bless him for that. Um <laughs> Thanks, I would would have never done it. I was going to be a musician that kept my hair long and stayed in the basement and, you know, worked at Taco Bell and, uh, never did anything with my life. (laughs) Oh, like me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you've done things without the hair. (laughs) Yeah. But you worked at better places than Taco Bell. I mean, you had McDonald's and shit like that. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I
0: did work at Wendy's once.
1: But no, I told my dad when he said, you know, they are looking for an assistant. You need to take this job. And I was like, no, dad, I'm going to be a rock star. Um, you know, but dads know these things. He knows you're not going to be a rock star. Um, <laughs> dad and, knew what was up. And he just basically, you know, my dad was like six foot 270-ish Vietnam vet. And he said, well, maybe I didn't say it right. And I said, well, here comes the serious talk. And he said, you're going to take the job or you can find somewhere else to live. Now, being a broke-ass musician, practicing in my you know, parents' basement, I knew I had to stay there because I do not have any money. (laughs) So I took the job, and it basically taught me that I was pretty good with my hands. I was pretty good at BSing with customers, and here I am 30-something years later, still doing it, certified with Wolf and Sub-Zero and all these big companies, and now they pay me lots of money to do this stuff. So in a nutshell, still trying to be a drummer, still not very good at it, but I'm really good at appliances. i really good at appliances. I can do your dishwasher like (laughs) lickety-split,
0: And for those of you that don't know, the the brand Wolf is um, super expensive.
1: Yes, yes. If you want a $15,000 refrigerator or a $13,000 48-inch stove, they're the people to look up.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn. Can I just
0: get like a Kenmore from
1: fucking Sears right? and shit? I bought a Kia Soul for $14,000. <laughs> so you can't put your groceries <laughs> in it, but it'll drive you to the grocery. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so how obviously we got
0: you started playing when you were a kid, like most of us. You primarily leaned towards rocking heavier stuff. How did, you, did that come about for
1: you? I remember when cable came to be around 1980 ish, and um, one of the local access, you know, LRS 102 was one of the. You know, the rock channels there in Louisville, along with QMF and the others. Right. And one of the, I mean, like anybody else, I've seen the very first video ever was Video Killed the Radio Star, the Buggles. And, you know. Such a
0: shitty video. Yeah. Yet it changed history.
1: Yeah. Dude's a great bass player. He's played on a lot of the 80s bands. Yes. That dude was a studio session guy. He was. I can't remember his Um, name, but he was. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, long story short, I just always was tapping on things and always knew that I was interested, but I, in my mind, I wanted to be a bass player. Um, but See, my, kids, even yeah. I
0: learned shit. I didn't fucking know that.
1: Yeah, I always wanted to be a bass player, and I wasn't very good at that either. I tried. <laughs> um, but in a nutshell, you know, my parents always refused to buy me the nice precision bass. It was in the music store window that I wanted. Um, so as a teenager, I rented a drum kit from the doo-wop shop, probably like most other people in Louisville and literally just wow you've been gone a long time you said yes. Louisville Louisville, yeah. Louisville forgive me Louisville there, for, there you go from my roots my Louisville roots <laughs> my bad
0: uh my bad though but yeah, yeah so
1: i i rented an old drum kit and literally wood it in the basement i was terrible my timing was terrible some people may say it still is um, N- uh now sir but <laughs> in a nutshell i taught myself how to play drums and i remember the first song i ever played all the way through was mötley crue looks That kill nice and um yeah, it was a kick, a rack and a floor, snare, hi hats, and I didn't even have a simple stand. I had a fucking piece of rope with a sixteen inch crash hanging with a knot in the bottom of it, hanging from a water pipe in my grandmother's basement. Nice. Yeah. And that was it. So when you hit the crash. So you were you, doing
0: some Robert Sweet shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, kinda sorta. I wasn't as pretty. Uh <laughs> nobody was. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't have the, you know, the makeup uh endorsements and stuff like that
2: yeah that's a pretty man
1: but yeah you kind of had to do your boxing moves when you hit the symbol you had to do the duck and bob and weave to watch out for the (laughs) symbol when it came back around (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah man that's really it i mean just you know kicked out of numerous bands they said your timing sucks you know go practice go practice so eventually sort of work with the metronome and i hope it works somewhat oh
0: it did you're a monster i'll say it i thank you you're a you're a badass motherfucker
1: people like you to look up to man whatever and my other heroes around town i mean people like you know dave williams max maxwell um there there were various drummers growing up in that era i mean even going to the toy tiger at my 21st birthday and seeing um you know some of the big the local bands you know i was just like wow blown away nice kept me inspired i'm still inspired today you know playing a death metal band Made my first video at the age of 50. For those of you that haven't seen it, half-ton hammer. Go check us out out of Port Charlotte, Florida. Pretty cool stuff.
0: Look at that. He doesn't have social media, but he knows how to plug shit. I'm proud hey. of you.
1: I'm fucking proud of
0: you. <laughs> Hi, high five in the microphone right now. <laughs> there we go. Good job. I'm so proud. Of you. I'm actually super proud of you. You play. just went right into it. Smooth. Like that transition? You, I you? did. <laughs> you even, you even <clears throat> radio voice and all. Right. It was great. Yeah, you got to do your, uh, you know, (laughs) it's a brand new car. All right, so you and I have this weird intertwining past. That's what the word on the street is, yes. No, that's the other (laughs) word on the other street. We won't talk about that here. Right. (laughs) And it was um, a long time after you and I met that you told me this. You, Ryan Murphy,
1: Chico, and me were all in the same band. Yes, it was called Jefferson Tark Bus. Mm-hmm. You were the original drummer, correct? I was the founder. with was Steve Clark. Yes, sir. That's
0: fucking crazy. Right? I know that, but for you people, I was trying to be dramatic. I might even go back and put a sound effect. <gasps> That's fucking crazy.
2: Da, 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 da.
0: Okay, now I'm not going to do one because he did that. Right. But seriously, <laughs> you you were the founding drummer
1: for that band. Yes, sir. And how long were you in that band? I don't exactly remember because we had a band called Power Trip. Steve and I did, Um, and that was the original band, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Power Trip was an all-cover band. Okay, and um, uh, several other guys in the band, and uh, but yeah, then when that ended, Steve had this idea of doing like a party band, and um, I think I did it with him for a year or so. Steve, you may have to look to Steve Clark on that because I honestly don't remember. I'm supposed to see him next week when I come up for the Scary Uncle reunion at Louisville Billiards on the 27th of March for those of you that are going to be out and about. That's awesome that he plugged that one,
0: <laughs> but I'm not going to bullshit you. There's no fucking way I can get this edited before that. Right. Um, so just pretend that you're like, yeah, fucking excited. Um, I was going to tell you that before I pushed record and I forgot, but I, again, I'm proud of you for plugging that, but because you don't have social media, I will plug that on social media for you. I uh, thank you. Um, Cause there's a couple of those other guys in that band that I kind of dig sort of, um, we might have done a thing or two, Adam, together. <laughs> yeah, Frank might have run some yeah. sound for me. At one That's right. Time. Tony never remembers who I am, but because uh, he's high.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But no, seriously. So you, there is the show that by the time this actually posts, um, that show will be over. I'm sure it will go off as, without a hitch and be a success because every time you guys do a reunion, it's fucking great. I appreciate that. Now back to the other topic at hand. Um, was Dave the original bass player or was it you and Steve that started in and then just kind of put your feelers out and finished it out?
1: Uh, Dave joined the band after the fact. Um, I'm showing my musicians Alzheimer's right now that I'm going, um, who was the original bass player. Um, Tony bright, I think started the band with us. I may be wrong, but it might've been Dave. Gotcha. Um, I, I was kind of foggy on the beginnings of, you know, targ buzz. I know it was me and Steve, uh, and it might have been Steve and Dave and I um, in the beginning, but I, I thought it was I thought it was Tony Bright um, in the very beginning, but I'm, I'm not sure.
0: You know, if you move that off of that, it won't make that fucking noise. That's what the word on the street is, yeah. Let's no, see. I'm talking about your mic stand. Yeah, there we go. And I may or may not no, edit yeah, this out. It's this. I know, but it's because <laughs> you're. It's because it's sitting on the mic stand. Look where your mic stand is.
1: Oh, I know what that's I know what you're saying on that. Yeah.
0: Now if you now, now wait. Hey, now listen.
1: Not near as bad, fucker. He's a metallurgist when he's not a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> the steel has got a harmonic tone going through the mic stand because it's making contact with the aluminized stand.
0: <laughs> no, that's actually not what it is. Long time ago when I first started this little show, I as you know because we're both doing it, we're both bouncing. Yes. Well, I had this plastic mat on my floor in my office where my office chair sat and I had my mic stand sitting on it and the entire show you heard... For an hour. Yes, sir. Lesson learned. It's not because I'm smart. I learn shit from fucking shit
1: up. (laughs) I do that a lot.
0: (laughs) Okay, so then after you it was Ryan Murphy and then after Murphy it was Chico and then after Chico it was me. Yes, sir. And now once uh, every... Well, COVID aside. Fucking Rona. Right. Um every so often they'll do the classic lineup, which is Steve, Dave. What's considered the classic lineup? Steve, Dave, Wendell, and Chico. But I think the last time they did it, they used Ronnie Watchmaker instead of Wendell. I'm not real sure. Yeah. Um, but point is after that, where did you go? What did you do?
1: Uh what was his name? Um his name was I don't know. Um (laughs) Here's a good question. I I, you know, the timeline for me, you know, because I did like six years in Crazy Train.
0: Well, I was, I was getting to that. I just didn't know when the timeline was. And you're probably like me. My timeline memory sucks. Yeah, I mean. My I, memory's decent, but timeline, I can't remember shit.
1: I only know what years I was in Power Trip because of the videos on YouTube. Fair. And they're date stamped. <laughs> the Crazy Train, I was in that band from probably 92 to 96-ish. And then Pat had another drummer who came and went. And I stepped back in and helped for a while and actually did a show for, you know, the end of the world in 2000 for New Year's in <laughs> Buffalo, New York or Rochester, wherever we were. And um, we're still here. The world y- didn't end. Why 2K? Well, it yeah. almost ended in 2020. Yeah. Well, it's because of a virus, not because of computer shutdown.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when a motherfucker's is right, a motherfucker's is right. You're right.
1: But yeah, no, honestly, I, there's, I've been, you know, in so many different bands over the years, uh, none of, none of a, a very high notoriety beyond crazy train. I mean, power trip is a good band and, um, we had a lot of bands that were staples at the tiger and had good draws. I mean, obviously uh, right. scary uncle in recent years and, um, my own victim was, you know, formerly on century media records, a uh, great band, great guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've played with a lot of great people, a lot of great musicians, over the years I've, I've been lucky been really lucky well
2: what
0: was the what was the crazy train thing like? How did that come about and for the for those of you that don't know, most of my Louisville people will know <coughs> fucking Florida weather <laughs> most of my Louisville people will know um Pat Barris, who is in Louisville who is a longtime Louisville musician active musician indeed uh, and he's a great fucking singer. I do believe yes. now. Uh, I will have to fact check this, but I think he's doing a Bob Seger tribute he was. or, or he was,
1: he was, yes, sir.
0: Um, but he did a, an Aussie tribute called Tra- crazy train um, for years. And I got to do one show with them, which was a lot of fun, but you were in that band, like you said, for six years.
1: Yeah. How I, did that whole thing come about? He was auditioning drummers and I uh, reached out and met with him. And he came to where I was rehearsing with another band, down on Fifth Street in downtown Louisville. Louisville. Louisville? Sorry. I've been in Florida for six years. They don't they, if you say Louisville, they're like what, what'd you say? <laughs> Sorry, in Louisville, Kentucky in downtown. Louisville. <laughs> you know. Not- yeah,
0: and I'm I'm sure I will talk about this in the, in the <laughs> intro, but since nobody's heard from me in four months, there's some fucking country down here. Yeah. Ladies and in and, and gentlemen, it's there's some fucking let me rephrase that. There is some country yes. down here in Florida. True that. Uh, and ain't just all beaches and bikinis. That's right. Uh, anyway, back to you. Sorry.
1: But yeah, so he came to where I was rehearsing, and he said, play the intro to Over the Mountain. I said, okay. So I knocked off the intro to Over the Mountain. He said, cool, man. Uh, you can do this. Uh, <laughs> come out here. Here's, <laughs> here's where we rehearse. He gave me a list of songs, and- Literally, like less than two weeks later, I was doing my first show at the Al Rosa Villa in Columbus, Ohio, um, where Dimebag tragically lost his life. Mm. I used to like that club till that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I used to
0: like December eighth till that happened.
1: Yeah. So yeah, first show with Crazy Train in front of I don't know three hundred people in a packed club. Yeah, pretty nerve wracking. Uh, but since it was Tommy Aldridge. Uh, you know, was one of my heroes did most of that Aussie stuff for years. Uh, trying to mimic him was an absolute blast and I was blessed to do it. And Pat's a great guy. And I got to play with some great guitar players. I mean, Richie Winlander smoking bass player. Um, Chris alia I mean, his talent speaks for itself. Uh, mm. I mean, God, Scott, I mean, all, all the, all the guitar players that have been in crazy train have always been great top-notch guys, Marcus Lambert. Um, you name it. They've all been great players.
0: Nice. Who was, um, bass player when I did the one show in Michigan? Uh,
1: that would have been Ruben Sandoval. Yes.
0: Probably. Ruben. Yes. Such a nice guy.
1: Oh, he's a great guy.
0: And he's got pretty hair so he can fuck off.
1: And I, I love his accent. <laughs> I love his playing. He's yeah, yeah. a great player. He's a good player. Now Ruben's great.
0: But you, you were able to do, uh, and this is by no stretch of the imagination in comparison. This is, um, simply what's the word i'm looking for like-minded thinking you essentially obviously pat did it but you guys collectively essentially did with crazy train what dave moody is doing with thunderstruck now Mm -hmm. you you started touring it and getting bigger shows and better shows and making more money and yes yada 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 yes why did it why did it ultimately end do you remember
1: I, Pat had been doing crazy training for a couple of years pr- to, prior to me getting in the band. Right. And, uh, with Jimmy, the old drummer that tragically uh, died of a drug overdose, but again, an immensely talented guy. Um, Pat had been doing it and he auditioned the band for a, uh, a promoter in Cincinnati. And he said, the guy was just like, Holy shit, I'm going to make so much money with this. You know, and just,
2: <laughs> he heard him and seen the show and was
1: like, Oh my God. Cha-ching. And, and coincidentally, Ozzy's TV show. You know, the Osbournes hit the TV screens around the same, you know, that was what, mid-90s? Mid-late uh, 90s-ish? I think so. late 90s, yeah. yeah that so, seems right. So that kind of propelled Crazy Train's popularity to keep going for years. And Crazy Train is still uh-huh. good. When they when they do the reunion shows, I've seen it. They did it at Louisville Billiards, I think, a year or two ago. And they uh, pulled Trey, one of their old drummers, in to do it. He lives down in London, Kentucky. And from what i seen on the video, it was him and Ruben and... Um, Scott Gravel, the original guitar player, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal guitar player, just old school, no frills, Les Paul, Marshall, a couple pedals, but incredible, incredibly nice guy. Um, great talent. I miss playing with Scott Gravel quite a bit. Nice. And Pat. I mean, we, we had so many giggles, dude, Where's there's so many things.
0: Pat's a funny dude. So many God, incorrect
1: things that happened on the road. at truck stops and bathrooms, Speaking um, of Chuck
0: Stops, <laughs> hey, hey, Pat, you got five bucks? That's just for you, Pat.
1: <laughs> I'll explain later. I was like, I don't even know about this inside joke.
0: You don't, but I'll explain it because it's fucking funny. And Pat, if you're listening to this, I know
1: you're laughing hysterically. Pat also is the only one that understands what a flat-footed flugie is. <laughs> and if he hears this, he will definitely fall out laughing. We'll just say it has to do with a toilet and a 350-pound trucker. And the sounds coming from that stall, it was a flat-footed flugie. And then it followed up with a, it got quiet, and he goes, where are y'all headed? (laughs) Did he follow
0: that up with yelling from around here, are you?
1: No, yeah, I don't know. It all could, only identifying feature were our shoes. He probably seen by the tennis shoes that they weren't work boots. So he's like, uh, "Might be some raping going on in this bathroom tonight." Are some travelers? Yeah. <laughs> smell this napkin. Does this, <laughs> does it smell like chloroform? No, no, no. at all. So
0: after,
2: <laughs> I fucking hate
0: you. Actually, I don't. I love you. So after, crazy train. Actually, you didn't even answer the the actual question. I asked you why it all ended. And you just said that he had been doing it forever.
1: Pat continued to do Crazy Train after I was in the band. Um, The way it ended for me initially was I remembered that um, we were getting ready for a Florida trip. And uh, unbeknownst to me, um, Pat had been practicing with Trey. I think it's Bledsoe is his name. Another drummer. And... um, I was getting ready for this Florida trip with him. And when I called Pat, he said, yeah, man, I'm going to take Trey. He's been working really hard on these songs. And I was pissed in the moment, but again, I went back and helped the band a year or two later, you know, to do that show for Y2K. Right. And played some other shows with him. But you know, it was Pat, it was business. You know, I, I, I wasn't, I was, I was hurt. I was a little pissed in the moment, but you know, me and Pat are still friends. Got his number in my phone. We talked a few months ago and, uh, you know, when my father passed in 2016, Pat was one of the first people to reach out to me, um, you know, other than my immediate friends. But, you know, me and Pat are cool. We're completely cool. I never held a grudge. And, no, man, tickled to, uh, you know, tickled to still be friends with him. Call him and his wife, Janet, all his kids. Consider them all family and friends, man. Love them. Nice. It's a party across the street.
0: I don't know. They're pointing at us. I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. They ever come over here when you're playing? Anybody ever bitch?
1: But they just walk over here sometimes like I
0: hey. <laughs> Oh fuck, not today. Not with these microphones. Right. <laughs> it's gonna happen just because I said it. Exactly. Fuck. Oh no, wait, he's he's power walking in his works berries. That's right. I said works <laughs> Danny lives in uppity neighborhood. Okay, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can go back to talking now. <laughs> so I, I I don't remember how i even got the call to do one show it was just weird it, it had something to do with um and i don't mean this disrespectfully it's just cuz it was small and i can't fucking remember it but there was it was some po town in michigan it was the county fair or something um i mean it was a big show as far as people there was oh yeah probably 1500 people there 2000 people there god i miss those days right <laughs> this shit needs to go away um oh, anyway uh it was outdoor it was great and we got to tour city hall i've got a i've got a picture somewhere i have to try to find it it's on one of my hard drives of pat sitting behind the uh, chamber of commerce desk where they have their monthly meetings nice and i've got a picture of him sitting behind that thing with his uh aussie shit on oh fucking (laughs) awesome it was so cool. So after that was over, is that where Scary Uncle comes into play or no? No,
1: Scary Uncle was many years later. Okay, um, I got you.
0: I think... You see where I'm going with this, don't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were so many little <laughs> I'm things. I'm building
0: up to the big climax. Right, right. Give me uh, the money shot and don't fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, so like after Crazy Train, I just did numerous cover bands and then Frank Campbell and I started jamming. I uh, had an original band together for a while and then we... Um, I got with some other guys and started doing some other originals. Then we, um, and after that, fizzled the attempt of that. I mean, again, that that original band. Uh, and again, I'm having musician Alzheimer's all of a sudden that I can't remember the name of it. But because you um, got a mic in your face. Yeah, two turntables and a microphone. Actually, that's a lie. You were doing this at lunch too. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and you know, I have no issues talking. <laughs> no, you do not. Like I told Frank. I'll talk till the batteries die.
0: Frank, I brought extra batteries. <laughs> at least I told him I did, but yeah. he doesn't really know. Cause he hasn't looked in my bag. That's right. Don't you fuck. Don't even look at that bag.
1: What? Stop. What? No, that's the purple one dinner. Is it? No, but yeah, yes. no I, numerous band, uh, incarnations, me and Frank Campbell started jamming at that point. Um, scary uncle came to be after a few other attempts at trying to do something. Then we got, you know, once we got Tony Z in the band and then, you know, me and Frank and Tony tried try to do a few things with another singer um, that dude moved back to Kansas. Um,
0: Did you say Kansas?
1: Kansas. Fuck. Tornado came and got him and took him back. <laughs> um, but Rabeel, <laughs> that was his name, he had polka dotted hair.
0: How does one acquire polka dotted hair?
1: I think they dyed it all blonde and then put black circles in it. Like It literally was like a leopard print hair. Oh. I ain't mad at it. I was just trying to figure out how that worked. It was special. I mean, it, it was different. <laughs> but yeah, but we had a band with that guy. And then not long after that, Frank and I joined. We joined the I'm old tapping on Danny's drum. scary uncle. uncle. Adam and Chuck had scary uncle. And they were looking for a bass player and a drummer. And Frank said, because Frank is immensely talented, he said, Yes, he is. I'll play bass. And he's as awesome of a bass player as he is as a guitar player. And so, yeah, um, that came to be, and then we eventually got uh, uh, Alan Chadwell on bass and switched Frank to guitar. We had two guitars at that point, and that's how the band came to be. Um, Or maybe it was Tony initially, then Adam, or or Alan, forgive me again, one way or the other, but Tony Z's back in the band, and um, at the last reunion, Alan came out and played a few songs with us, and it was awesome, and... I uh, was glad to have him there. Pretty cool.
0: Now, Scary Uncle was together for a while, and uh, that's obvious, but the reason I'm phrasing it that way is because, and correct me if I'm wrong, I seem to remember Scary Uncle doing stuff downstairs when Heaven Hill was upstairs, or vice versa. Is yes. that right or wrong? Yes. Because that's about the time I met you was when I was in Heaven Hill. Right? Yes, sir. Okay. I th- I think I th-
1: seem to remember that. First time I ever seen you, I just happened to look out across the back of the room and there you were, beautiful, just standing there. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop it! No, keep going. No, I had I had I had only seen you, um, you know, in passing, and then doing the Heaven Hill stuff, right? And I hadn't seen them a whole bunch, but I mean, obviously, hearing you know your song on the radio and all that, and uh, you know, just happened to look over and see you, and I was like, oh man, O'Reilly's watching me play drums. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure at the time I was slaughtering my way through the pot by Tool. And I was thinking, yeah, no, I'm not playing the center part right. And O'Reilly's about to find out I'm not playing it right either. <laughs> so, and I was like, Which yeah. I don't remember, by the way. And that's all. I'm glad because I'm sure that it was close but not just right. <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck off. You
0: Listen. <laughs> listen, kids. I'm just going to put this on out in the universe because I have a microphone in front of me because Danny and I have said this in private for years. We go back and forth on uh, metaphorically blowing each other because I think Danny is a fucking phenomenal drummer. And most of our mutual drummer friends agree with me. So eat
1: a dick. I do okay for a self-taught guy. Jesus Christ. See, he can't even take a compliment. No, I appreciate it. I do. but I, There it is. Just, I do. Just I, say I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Just say
0: thank you. Now rub my nipple
1: okay hold on <laughs> take your shirt off <laughs> nope <laughs> he's like it's too chilly out here it's only 70 yeah exactly
0: yeah I'm, i've already got thin florida skin
1: and we're not trying to be jerks to anybody back in louisville that i'm like oh it's just 70 because i know it's yeah part, we it's are probably it's, it's probably just 30 there so um <laughs> sorry <laughs> well
0: i did i did for my louisville people who i didn't tell i was coming up there stacy and i snuck up there uh valentine's day weekend not for that it just worked out that way um to see the grandkids and it fucking sucked because we left here it was 75 ish and we landed and it was 20 in a fucking ice storm
2: i don't know how the
0: fuck i lived there for 13 years through the winters um but i'm gonna go ahead and go on record and say fuck winter okay Sorry, anyway.
1: You didn't know any better when you were there. <laughs> no.
0: I do remember a couple of winters ago, Stacy and I looked at each other and went, why the fuck do we live somewhere that hurts our face? Right. And now I know because, dude, I could not wait to fucking come, quote, back home. Right. Or at least back down here or whatever. Cause right. Because I'm still not 100% comfortable down here. Down here is weird, guys. I'll yes. tell you about that in the intro yes. and the outro. But even Danny agrees with that if you, and you can yeah. give them your point of view but point is i could not wait to come back down here after being up there in 20 degree ice storm fuck y'all okay sorry
1: the weather's the only reason that i would be here if i wanted to be in a, in a and don't get me wrong i love i love my original band it's great i get to get my metal on it's it's happiness and i get to go swing when i'm playing drums it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> swing, but, um, but no it's um it's cool to be creative in an original band again. Um, what little creativity I feel that I bring, but uh, I love the band, and if I had the opportunity to trade it all and be in Louisville with my friends playing you know with Frank Campbell and guys again, absolutely I'd do it in a minute. so I guess theoretically what I'm saying is I'm just a powerball ticket away from being back in Louisville and being a snowbird and coming here when it's cold um. You know, you're other, so, so mushy gushy. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> like my mom. Uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's great. I've got my wife and my daughter here. My son is still in Louisville, who I miss and love very much. And uh, if anybody wants to buy a car, he's working at the Infinity dealership on Hurstborn Lane. Um, go see Zach Murphy, buy a car, he needs the money. <laughs> Damn. Three shameless... Pl-
0: That's why you're not on social media. It's not because you're worried about your fucking past. It's You're
1: worried you're going to become a marketing asshole. I'm a plug whore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we've heard I'm, this about you.
1: I'm looking out for the kid. The kid needs money. He's tw- just turned 25 on Friday on the 19th. Uh, happy belated birthday to Zach Murphy. Happy belated birthday. Yep. And uh, But no, he's he's a good kid and I miss him. And I can't wait to fly up this Wednesday to see the kid.
0: Yes, make sure you punch him right in the throat. I mean, um, no. hug him a lot because I will hug him a lot. I miss him, and then punch him in the throat. Nah, I love him. That's my boy. He can be your boy, and you can love him, but you can still punch him in the throat.
1: Look, man, you know you're getting old when your kids are 25 and 29. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like, where did the last 25 years go? <laughs> what are you talking
0: about? I now, granted, they're in my marriage, but still, I have grandkids.
1: Yeah, look forward to those days. And you're younger than me, Grandpa. Mm.
0: <laughs> uh, need you to fuck right off. Um, <laughs> so anyway, back to you and I. Yes, meeting. I I don't remember exactly when it was. I just remember being at Phoenix Hill. I could have been playing upstairs. It could have been a night off. It doesn't matter. But I don't think I was doing cover stuff. I do remember being in Heaven Hill, like we were just talking about. But I remember you had a get the fuck out of here. The
1: boy. He must have known I was talking about him.
0: That's pretty funny. <laughs> Do you need a ticket? No. Okay. Um, I remember, and I don't remember what rig you were playing. I just remember there was something about the lights that were perfect on you. And you, a lot of times, don't have a whole lot on your left side. Yeah. You were playing a double kick rig, and you were doing something, and I was watching your feet. And whoever I was with, I turned around and said, who the fuck is that? And why is he so fucking good? <laughs> and whoever I was with was like, oh, that's fucking Danny Murphy, man. He's been around <laughs> forever. <laughs> That's and I funny. went, I need to meet said Danny Murphy. That's funny. <laughs> I think I officially got introduced to you that night. And I'm ninety nine percent positive it was what you were with Scary Uncle.
1: It was. It was my blue sparkle crush kit.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I uh See. Yeah. And that's that was a beautiful kit. It was. And uh yeah, man. I still have the snare drum sitting right behind you.
0: He does. Right there. I my, rubbed it late earlier. He did. Not that way. A genie came out.
1: <laughs> How many wishes do I have left? A uh, couple, couple single stroke rolls, I think it was. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, so stupid. <laughs> half of that double bass kit resides in Florida, in a church. So now it's a worship kit, and uh, the other half is back in Kentucky with Andy Born at Born Chiropractic smoking chiropractor if anybody needs a doctor on Hurstborn lane look another plug Fourth <laughs> plug kids fourth <laughs> plug i just want to know after all the dirty
0: dirty satanic metal you played on that kid if they performed an exorcism on it before they put it in
1: their church i think they spilled holy water on it and it sh- you know, burned off of it <laughs> and the drum kit was like i'll never die <laughs> so you no know, but no it it was good i i blessed it before it went to the church What'd you bless it with? I don't, fuck, I don't know. It just <laughs> sounded good.
2: You know,
0: that's not going to come out right, right? I know. Okay. so I need to take it from this side.
1: <laughs> Either way. <laughs> <laughs> so, taking pictures during the podcast. Everybody does it. It's another shameless plug. I'm doing the, the video part of the audio.
0: He's really not, because where the fuck would he post it?
1: I know. I'm showing it to my son. Yeah, because <laughs> I have no social media platform to post it on. Other than... Text.
0: <laughs> he can text you. Yes, he can I even can. do a group text. I saw him. Yes, I can. He was doing some group textuses. So, how did these? <laughs> how did these scary uncle reunions come to be? And for before you answer that, I am touching him. Yes, God, you're so beefy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that have never put it together, um, my my Louisville people. Adam and Chuck, who I formed Gas Money with, those were the first two that I wanted because Scary Uncle was defunct. Scary Uncle was... They were covers, but they were primarily heavier covers. Rock into metal into some pretty... I don't want to say death, but heavy, heavy shit. But a lot of it was rock and heavier stuff. And then when I formed Gas Money, I wanted to do a pop band. And I don't remember if I reached out to Chuck or if Chuck reached out to me. I don't remember. It's irrelevant. But... The whole thing was my idea, but the cool part about having Chuck and Adam in it was they weren't known for that shit. Right, right. They came from the heavy world and now they're doing pop. Yeah. Which kind of blew everybody's mind.
1: But they were both very good at it.
0: Oh fuck yeah, they were. They were great. They're good players, so they're yeah, versatile. Absolutely. Know? But so now that you have you guys have that correlation back to the original question, how because I know that part of the reason Scary Uncle ended was you moved here. Mm-hmm. That that was the biggest catalyst of it, right? Well,
1: believe it or not, Scary Uncle ended before I came here because if you remember, Frank and I and Tony um, did the the eighties band, um, you know, Wicked Sensation. Yeah, Wicked with Tim. I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scary Uncle just we felt like it had just kind of run its course. I remember now. Yeah, Frank and I wanted to try to do the hair metal thing, um, live out our teenage fantasies all over again fifty years later. Um, but yeah, and it got real popular, you know, with Tim singing, Tim's a good singer and a uh, great singer and uh they're still going today with a, with a new singer and, and a new bass player and stuff. And Tom Dawson is their bass player.
0: Uh, rings a bell. I think so. Yeah. And, um, I think so. I don't know who the drummer is. Yeah. The I tr-
1: know for a minute it was Tommy Seward. Yeah. No, Tommy was short lived in it for whatever reason. Tommy's got a good journey tribute band going now. He said with Rob Moppin and some other guys. That's
0: right. last time I talked to Tommy, he was telling me about that. Yes, 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 Yeah.
1: So, uh, but yeah, so we did the wicked sensation thing for a while and wicked still lives on today. Tommy filled in after I left and, um, and then now they've, you know, basically defunct and then new singer, new bass player, new drummer. They've got Rob shoe back on keyboards. Who's another great player. Um, Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're still going at it, man. Frank's killing it. They're, Packing rooms all over the place. Nice. So then
0: then my timeline was off. Okay, cool. So, not cool, but cool, because I'm used to it. Because, again, <laughs> quote, timeline. Right. I'm so fucking bad at dates.
1: What is today? I don't even know. Today would be Sunday, the 21st of March. What year? It is 2019. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because <it's> 2020 <laughs> didn't count. Yeah, that's right. No, um, 2021.
1: <laughs> so...
0: How did the... Um, I'm getting frog throat sitting outside. It's weird. <laughs> I'm seriously not used to the weather down here. Uh, I like it, though, because I can breathe out of my nose.
1: Yes, yes. Instead and, of going...
0: Yeah, and you know exactly what I mean. Mouth breather. <laughs> yeah, fuck, <laughs> you fucking mouth breather. <laughs> well, when you live in Louisville and you're around the Ohio Valley yeah. and you get the Ohio Valley crud, as they say, you can't help
1: but breathe out of your fucking mouth. Well, what I'm about to tell you will sadden you what i moved from louisville to here thinking well at least my allergies will be better moved to cape coral florida only to find out that cape coral florida is in the top 10 nationally with louisville for allergies (laughs) that's why i'm stuffy today It very well could be because i'm not stuffy in tampa yeah it could be because it sucks down here
0: it stinks down here
1: things are blooming all the time
0: now there is that it is pollen season and we are sitting outside and it does stink down here yeah and that's not a that's not a knock. It's a pretty area. It just, I noticed it when I drove in. I was, the fuck is that smell? And then you explained it to me, which I yes. thought was very odd.
1: Yes. The reclaimed rainwater down here, I don't know what happens when it goes into this ground that's mostly sand with a, about a 16th inch of dirt on top of it for weeds and grass to grow out of.
0: Fish poop. Yeah.
1: And, uh, <laughs> but the reclaimed groundwater smells like ass. It smells like sulfur. And you're going down a road, and it smells like there's a fucking fart sprinkler mm-hmm. blowing it, the stuff out. Ass, um, not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like it's like liquid, clear liquid ass watering your plants. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that's- although on a on a nicer note and on a cuter note, that's right, fuckers. I said cuter. You showed me a ground burrowing burrowing owl. God damn it, <laughs> I'm not editing that because that was a good fuck up. You showed me a
1: ground burrowing owl today. Yes. I have hooters in my neighborhood, and they're not just in my bedroom. Um, bur- burrowing owls are a protected species down here. They're small, and they look like little fuzzy tennis balls, and their head spins around like it's the exorcist. Uh, it's but fucking yeah. cute as shit and creepy yeah, at the same time. They are. They're, wait till you come out your back door at night, and there's one on the fence like eyeballing you, and you're like, oh, my God, it's an owl. It's in my yard. It's going to kill me. Um, but <laughs> but no, they don't get as big as regular owls. No, that's they stay that small. They're about the size of a freaking
0: teacup, you know? Yeah, they're not big. They were. It was a cute little fucker, and they're fuzzy, which I know it's feathers, but they're still fuzzy. What?
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> Let's try an experiment. Answer and put them on speaker.
1: No, he'll he'll go, hey, man, it's Danny, it's Tony. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> and you're going to go, hey, you're really high. He's like, always. <laughs> I'll be more shocked if I said, oh, my God, you sound like you're not high.
0: <laughs> I completely forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh the scary uncle reunions yes how did those come to be and why and i don't mean why in a negative way or a derisive way why did you guys decide to start doing them again it just or doing them in the first place actually.
1: i can't remember if it was if somebody just said like, hey you guys ever thought about doing a reunion blah 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 um or if one of the guys in the band was like hey you guys want to think about doing a reunion And let's pick a club around town and um and like I think it was after what 5 6 years and I I'd been down here I, this is this will be scary uncle reunion number 3 um for us and out of the last 4 or 5 years um
0: yeah cuz I think the first one
1: gas money was still
0: a thing yes and the second one gas money was dead yes cuz I killed it and I don't say that to be mean it's just I know that people talk about me
1: Ran out of gas money but <laughs>
0: don't <laughs> <laughs> I do know that people talk about me. Uh, nothing bad happened. I was just done with it. So I killed it. That being said, the second one was after gas money, so this will be the third one. Right. Because the, f- the first one, I lent you my rig.
1: Yes, and I appreciate that. sounded great.
0: I wasn't looking for that, but you're welcome. But I'm just <laughs> trying to remember. And then the second one, you didn't need my rig because you used half of yours from your chiropractor.
1: No, I ended up using... Um no, you used the snare from the chiropractor. Yes, that's my old, my old crush snare. Right. But I used a, um, a Mapex kit, the same kit I'm going to be using when I go back up this weekend.
0: Um, I don't remember why, but there was some reason I couldn't lend you mine. I, I, was I not in town? I was on the Delana tour. Yeah, yeah. You that's were what out, it was. You're out of yep. town. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was on the Delana tour. That's what it was. I, I knew
2: right.
0: there was a reason because I would never tell you no other motherfuckers i told no and you know who you are <laughs> bitches uh no seriously i was i that's what i was trying to remember why i would have told you no and it was, mm-hmm. i was on the delana tour because you did it in you usually do them in the summer yeah because you did it in in june and that's when i was out with delana in in 2019 because obviously yes, you didn't do one last year
1: but the great thing about being where i'm from in louisville and where you live for 13 years there's, we're surrounded by a lot of great dudes in a good music community. So, like, Dave a few Williams. Douchebags. Yeah, Dave Williams is like, need a kit. Take Dave one Williams of mine. Dave Williams is not a douchebag. No, Dave Williams is not a be, douchebag. But he's yeah. not one. His persona is to be a dick, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a persona because there's a big there's a big teddy bear underneath that persona he's a big mushy gushy fucker um, Dave Williams is one of the nicest human beings you'll ever run across till you piss him off and uh yeah he'll kill you cut your head off in a 60 pound bag of lime and they'll never find you nope um that's I mean, just what I heard I mean I don't know for sure but um rumor going around but no honestly between the musicians in Louisville if you needed something somebody would have your back oh absolutely 100% you know, Dave let me borrow a stand when I was up there last time because I was one short he was like, "Do you need anything else, man? You need symbols, You need my kit. You need a kit. You know." He wasn't gonna let me take the new Ludwig kit with the twenty-six inch kick drum. Oh, I don't whatever, blame him. But no, I wouldn't
0: have let you take that either.
1: No, I bought used cars for less than what that <laughs> kit cost him. So just like, <laughs> just like there ain't no motherfucker that will
0: ever use my Gretsch
1: rig. Right, right, ever. Yeah, I don't blame you. You can have,
0: have you can have the other three. Right, you ain't touching my Gretsch.
1: But no, I knew Dave would have my back and my old chiropractor that has my crush kit said I could use that kit. No questions asked. And uh, Nice. No, it's, it's man, we'll just, there's an onslaught of just people that are willing to step up and help normally. You normally, know? Yeah. I, yeah. Listen,
0: I I said it in in jest, but fucking allergies. I, <laughs> I, dude, I'm serious. I have not been congested since I moved down here. I come to your house, I'm congested. Welcome, Maybe it's cool. you.
1: You're allergic to me. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's our drummer superpowers. Like, you know, we can't be around each other for too long. We start becoming mortal. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up from my dream of being a drummer with superpowers. <laughs> Fuck. Like on Hancock. You know, they can't be around each other too long and They become mortal. <laughs>
0: You're right. Um, I totally forgot where I was going. Oh, I said it in jest, but there, there are a, a few dudes in Louisville that when I was up there and... And and it was all clicky. And I've talked about this before, so it's not like I'm talking shit. But the only reason I bring it up now is because I'm hoping one of the things I have noticed since the whole pandemic, scamdemic, world end, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't really fucking care at this point. A lot of people have changed their attitudes. Yes. Mostly for the better. Yes. Mostly. There's still some dick bags, but whatever. Yes. Um, but mostly for the better. So I'm hoping a lot of that has changed i'm even trying to be nicer and it freaks stacy out i didn't say i was good at it before you answered. that right. i just said i was trying
1: <laughs> you're you know we all have <laughs> i'm no i'm not i'm not like, it's like stalling because i'm like you know steve you're right you're a douche <laughs> i just was saying because i i do have a couple friends back home in louisville that um Lord. lost lost family members one friend lost his mother to covid yep um Jake yeah, badger so, lost his dad yeah it's it's real i mean so it, it's absolutely real absolutely i don't want to die i you nope. know i have a mother here with copd and i wear a mask everywhere i go i hate wearing a mask but i do it because it's the right thing to do yeah but it makes you pretty uh, you know anything that less of, it just brings out <laughs> my eyes it's it's like <laughs> that billy idol song eyes without a face that's the best way to do it it's just eyes <laughs> No, I just was saying that you know the COVID thing is real and it sucks. Oh, and- it's
0: a hundred percent real. I just, I have mixed emotions, and I'm not even gonna talk about it at this point. Cause it's- I'm with you.
1: I'm not going political on anybody. Oh, it's not even political.
0: <laughs> I'm not even gonna give my opinion because I'll get right. fucking crucified.
1: Yeah, exactly. No matter what. Side. Yeah, do you think you're? Representing- I could be a
0: million percent right with a million bucks in my pocket
1: to back up being right, and I'm still going to get crucified. So yeah. death f- threats—they'll kill you. Want to murder your family because you had an opinion? Yeah, but I can sing a song about wet ass pussy. That's, that's right. But I can't sing.
0: Say- Never mind. See, right? you done got hey. me started. Hey,
1: <laughs> hey, girl. hi <laughs> I'll have what he's having. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> okay, so.
0: I remember, and this is uh, this is going to come out like I'm making myself cool, and I'm really not. He I is. just found it cool. Okay, I kind of am, but that's yeah, irrelevant. He is. He's really cool. I, no, I'm not really cool. <laughs> I'm just selfish. Um, I found it really, really cool that I don't remember how long it was. I know it was still summer, which is kind of weird because we moved down here in September. But I remember you and I had a conversation on the phone when I was still in Louisville, and I said, "Hey, dude, guess what?" I'm moving to Florida. You actually knew before any of my other friends, well, yeah. with the exception of Todd. Todd knew. Right. Todd knew from the get-go. Todd and Kat knew from the get-go. Um, but you were one of the only people that knew, other than Todd that knew this was coming. Right. Because you and I talked about it a few months before because I mm-hmm. called you and said, hey, now, guess what? Uh, where the fuck in Florida do you live? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. And then I told you what was going on. And you ended up texting me or calling me maybe a month later or some shit. And you said, Hey man, because you're moving down here, you inspired me to start playing again.
1: Yeah. Now
0: I appreciate that. But the only reason I'm bringing it up because I'm selfish. The only reason I'm bringing it up because I'm selfish. The only reason I'm bringing it up for real is I thought it was cool that you had almost kind of, and again, I'm not picking on you, but because you don't have social media, you don't keep up with what, what the fuck's going on Mm-mm. socially and musically, because most people that know me on social media, all my shit's music based. I don't give a fuck about the personal stuff. I mean, yes, I post stuff about Stacey and all that shit, but 98% of my shit is either music or this fucking show. Right. Um, but so you don't know anything that's going on, but you kind of cut yourself off completely because not only did you have, not have social media, you weren't playing at all. You sold your shit.
1: Yeah, I I've moved down here and after failed attempts at poor musicianship and just you know, I told myself I'm not playing um Margaritaville. I will not play any of that stuff. No offense to anybody that's Jimmy Buffett fans. Don't be pissed. Um you know. And honestly, don't you, cancel it, Danny Murphy. And, and if you are pissed, I mean no no offense, but fuck you. Uh, I uh it's just not my bag of tea. Um but yeah, I I um yeah, just I I was disheartened by the music scene down here, and I literally had given up, and I literally sold everything except for my Blue Sparkle Crush snare drum, seven by fourteen maple, um, because <laughs> I've had that drum since Tommy sold it to me. First generation Crush kit, it sounds awesome. And it does. I will never ever part with it, and it resides again right behind Stephen O'Reilly as we speak. About two and a half feet from the back yep, of my head. Yep. And uh but no, I I quit and then just got the got the itch again. It's happened about two or three times in my life where I completely just quit playing for a while. And um, you know, I went back to it. Dave Williams told me one time he quit playing for three years and went back and he said, Man, you know what's weird? He goes, After being away from it, he said, Dude, I went back and I felt like I was better than I was. And he told me when I told him about I was thinking about playing again in Dave Williams style, he said Danny doesn't matter how long you quit, when you come back you're still not going to be as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said again, another thing to aspire to. I appreciate the motivation.
0: <laughs> I love that fucking movie. He did.
1: He goes you quit as long as you want, but you're never going to be as good as me. <laughs> That's some shit he'd say too and i i swear on my father's grave he said it and he'll go yeah i did <laughs> yeah i said that shit <laughs> but i love him.
0: <laughs> so now in 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 here's the for your benefit the listeners are used to my bullshit by now although it has been four months sorry kids i've been trying to build a life Give me a break. Um, for your benefit, the reason I bring that up is because my next question is, how do you feel playing again after not playing for so long? And before you answer, I haven't been on stage in eight months, and I'm ready to fucking kill
1: people. Yes, I feel that way. Okay. I. <laughs> most of my friends know, but many may not know, I had a catastrophic leg injury in 2016 where I got into an argument with a 675-pound refrigerator and... That day, it won. I, I remember that. I suffered a what they call a quadricep dissection on my left leg, which basically means I completely ripped my quadricep, mu- quadricep muscle off my kneecap, tore the tendon in half. He ripped his quad. Yeah, I did. And uh, it rolled up in a big knot in the upper part of my um, leg, and it was pretty grotesque. Um, had surgery to reattach the tendon and three, three months of my life and a lot of physical therapy later.
0: My knee hurts. Thanks for telling us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, my, well, my knee still hurts and I'm a little, I'm a little arthritic (laughs) in the left knee. And when I first get out of bed, I walk with a slight limp, but, um, just through rehab and doing squats from the weight bench, I happen to be sitting on as we're sitting in my garage doing some squats and, you know, working my legs a little bit and trying to stay limber. Uh, the pain has pretty much subsided. I can play now without pain before I couldn't sit with my leg straight up and down on my pedal or on my hi-hat pedal without a lot of pain. I'd have to stop and stretch my leg. But um, I don't,
0: I don't go around thinking about this stuff, but now that you bring it up, I do remember when we were in Louisville, um, we being you and I at the same time before you came down here, we had a really long conversation about left foot placement. Mm -hmm. I remember that now. It just came back to me, especially looking down at your scar on your knee. Yeah. Um, I remember because you were asking me about – I don't remember how it came up. Obviously, it's because of your knee, but it came up somehow, and I said switch your uh, – if I remember right, I said switch your left kick pedal and your hi-hat. Put your hi-hat in closer. Yeah. I remember, I, remember I was telling you about that? Because yeah. I saw somebody else to do it.
1: Because I came to visit you and Stacy at your house in Linden. Yeah. And that was after I'd recovered from the, the leg surgery. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I, I remember asking you either – Cause I'm kind of a straight up and down player. Some guys yep. put push their kicks way out front and they like kind me. of leany leaning knee, you know, leg pushed out. Not me. I'm kind of straight up and down on my pedals.
0: Yeah. Cause I sit like I'm driving a car. Right. right. My, my foot is, I don't know how far it is, but most people that have seen me play, especially my drummer friends, they always pick on me. I sit high and I sit back. Right. So my kick is far away from my foot.
1: And you can tell, cause as we were sitting here, he's sitting on my drum throne behind my rolling kit in the garage. And you see where I said, I'm pretty much flat leg, yeah, knee straight I, out. Yeah. I can't
0: do That's why I'm not facing that way. Yep. But, uh,
1: which just always been a, a comfortable position for me. Right. Um, and again, for my playing style, I play down on my pedals, even though they're the Tama longboard kick drum pedals, I play. Cause I do a little bit of slide with my right foot. I should do more with my left. I'm working on double stroke, heel, toe stuff. I'm, I kind of feel like that's a young man's game, the old mm-hmm. Neanderthal 4-4 drummer that's sitting here talking right now. It's kind of a new technique, but it's a good way to play a lot of fast double bass and not put in half the work to do it. So,
0: Yeah, but that shit's hard.
1: It is. It's really hard to go heel-toe, heel-toe.
0: I, I tried and said, um, uh, JoJo Mayer can keep that shit, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing me.
1: Yeah, and it's hard to do it when you have size 12 clown shoes. <laughs> um, so... Imagine Ronald McDonald playing on a Speed King. That's what my shoes look like, even on a board. longboard. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so but, but having clown feet and big pedals, and either way, doesn't matter. Oh, God, that was funny. I needed that. You know what they say about big feet, big shoes. Yeah, right. That's, like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know? look, looks <laughs> big, like a duck. Big shoes, yeah. <laughs> Walks like a duck. Clank. Clank, clank. do be a fucking duck. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no, clown shoes and double stroke. No, it doesn't work out. No, it doesn't work. Okay, so back
0: to the original point was: Do you, other than physically, mentally, do you feel better, and not feel better, but do you feel like the break was good for you, bad for you? Are you glad to be playing again? Now, granted, before you answer that, I know you're not playing a shit ton, but. I'm just saying, since you got back into it, because you just bought this rig that's behind me.
1: Yes, I did. Not long ago. Yes. No, I, I did literally in the last in the last year. I bought. I think uh, you I, sent me
0: pictures before I moved.
1: Yeah, a new Mapex kit. I uh, went and found a rack at a music store with all my stands and stuff on it. And I, All I know is you
0: started blowing up my phone. Kids, Danny Murphy was blowing up my phone going, look what I found. 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 <laughs> and at first it was annoying. And then the more I was opening it, I went, this is a story this is a story please <laughs> what'd you buy what'd you buy what'd you buy <laughs> and it was fucking cool to watch the whole thing happen And you know the reason i say it was annoying at first because i was like what the fuck is he doing what do you want <laughs> what is this it's okay it's a rat clamp and then i kind of went oh it's danny murphy he's very shorthand in his texts oh yeah. he's
1: buying a- oh fuck he's buying a rig okay yeah. i got <laughs> it now i it's you know for people like us, drum equipment it's like porn. Mm. Uh, it's like you send them a picture of these symbols. Like, dude, look at those effing symbols, man! It's like, oh my god, look at those double A's, man! Those are freaking brilliant finish. It's hot, you know. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got me a cool Mapex Armory kit. It's middle of the road. It's not real high endy. Maple shells with some birds. Pretty, yeah, they are pretty. They're and they green. Sound and, good. They sound yes.
0: good through a camera phone, which is important, dude.
1: look. Which means they sound good live. I played on the road with Crazy Train for all that time. And I played two Dave Williams, sold me a Tama Rockstar kit that was two twenty four by 16s with a 14, 15, and an 18. So I ditched the big Toms and I got a, a 12, 13, 16 that I had of Pearl Exports. Right. And because I was pretty good at tuning uh, okay drums, I played on the road. I rewrapped the Tama kick drums to match the color of the export t- shells and I've got plenty of videos where my drums sound like they could be DWs or any other high end kit on stages. You know, and it helps when you got a decent tune on them and you got a a really good sound man that can make them sound even better with some reverb and some good gates. Right. But you don't have to have high end drums to have a a quality tone. You don't. No.
0: And I've said that not just in private, but I've said it on the show before to other drummers. If you know what you're doing, you can make a, a Decent drums sound good. Yes, you can make a good drum sound great, but you can also make a decent
1: drum sound good. You can't do fuck all about shitty cymbals. Mm -mm. That, no. that's the that's the bitch of it that's the one thing you can't compromise like no. you know your your stands can be cb 700 stands some of them yes not but your you, ride stand you cannot have camber symbols or cb 700 <laughs> <laughs> trash can lids kids go get yourself go get yourself some sabian symbols yes. or or peisty or zildjian whatever floats your boat I will say this. I'm endorsed by Sabian, so go get Sabian. I don't get anything Man, off of it. but I'm not endorsed by them, but I play the hell out of them. And I play them because they you can bash so them God. and they last. And the, That is true. And when you break a symbol, you call Sabian, you send it back, and they send you another replacement. And they have a fantastic like, two-year warranty now? Not anymore. Oh, now not now anymore. it's a year. Okay, but nevertheless, I don't play enough in a year that I would break one. <laughs> 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 thanks, COVID. Thanks, Rona. Yeah, um, thanks, Rona. But, no, in a nutshell, I, my symbols will see more action next weekend than they've seen in a year. Other than practicing with, uh, you know, half-ton hammer, which is, again, I get to get my medal on, and, yeah, it's great. Great stuff.
0: <laughs> I like how you say I get to get my medal on. You got to. All right, I am going to throw you under the bus. Please do. In a, in a fun way. Please. There was a point in time where you would send me a video link at least twice a week. And I called you. I'm throwing you under the bus with your knowledge. I called you and I said, "Do you not ever watch any other drummers than fucking metal drummers?" And you
1: laughed so hard at me. <laughs> I do watch a lot of other metal drummers, but I don't always find that their stuff is worthy to send to a friend. You know. And that's the answer I wanted because that's exactly yeah. what you told me when I called you. Look, man, I I'll be the first to tell you that your buddy Rich rules the world even you know posthumously he's still the one of the best drummer to ever live posthumously yeah that's a fucking big word i know i just learned it don't ask me to spell it (laughs) (laughs) p-o-s-t no (laughs) i know but but no i'll party I, i mean yeah when i you know and trust me frank and all of them, every time we get together to do a band practice, like today, when I'm like, hey, Steve, check out this new this new band. that has got Jeff Tate as a lead singer. Check this out. And Stephen goes, do you ever not watch YouTube? And I was like, no, no, that's all I do is watch YouTube videos. If it's not cars, you know, or, you know, on Sweetwater looking for something to spend money on on my Sweetwater car... Poor. Yeah, or or Pornhub. Other than that, no, I meant Sweetwater is the porn. Oh, oh give, yeah, talk about I mean, Pornhub. <clears throat> no, I mean Sweetwater is like Pornhub. It's what I mean. It's what I heard. I mean, I've never personally seen Pornhub. I, I couldn't tell you. Well, we have friends that are on. <laughs> we have friends that are on Pornhub too. At this point, what? What? After this podcast, I gotta find out who that is. <laughs> 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 but no, all jokes aside, I quarantine. You have reached the end of Pornhub. That's right, you
0: fucking freak. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No,
1: I. All jokes aside, music. I never, you know, I did all my stupid stuff by the time I was eighteen years old. You know, the weed and tried to drink drinks, and it just wasn't for me, man. I, I'd, music has always been my drug. When I'm happy, I turn to music. When I'm sad, I turn to music. I, when I hear certain things and certain keys, and it makes a hair on your arm stand up. That's that's how music has affected me since I was a, a teenager. As it should be. Yeah, and you never know what may be in my CD player. A lot of me, people would think, oh, he's listening to some death metal, but you know, most of the time you'll find me listening to Wagner or something like that. I love, I love classical music. Um, a funeral March by Wagner. I think I want that played at my funeral, which I hope is not for a long freaking time, um, uh, from now. But yeah, I mean, classical music, um, I mean, hell, dude. I mean, Josh Groban, another incredible voice. I mean, oh I, fuck yeah. I can appreciate any and every kind of music. I just was force-fed country music as a kid, so country's not really my thing. Um, but I, I appreciate it, you know. I country nowadays is just rock music to me. It's not well, some twangy vocals and most yeah. of it. Majority of it is, yes. Yeah, it's not Waylon Jennings and you know Charlie Pride and the the classic country that I old, grew up listening to. With old my outlaw parents. country shit, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know Waylon and Willie. <laughs> so and the boys yeah i oh, sorry hey, going to lukenbach texas mind you <laughs> which i used to think
0: that was a bullshit city and then i saw it on a map one day and i went son of a bitch it's, it's fucking real. real it's real yeah, <laughs> it's real but um, no I-, I just think it's funny and i think it's awesome at the same time because you for the most part there's might be some jadedness in there that i have not seen yet but when it comes to music in general you're not jaded you get excited about shit musically and i
1: fucking love that because i
0: am a jaded prick yeah and i admit it
1: music music to me is is the source of i mean other than my my children of course and my wife i love very much i music has always been that thing for me when no one else was around or no one else had the right words music spoke to me whether, again, whether it was a, something in a certain key or whether it was lyrics or just a, you know, a mess of boogie, dual rectifier, you know, drop D, whatever it may be that struck me that day. Right. I, you know, that's, music just always affected me physically. You know, music forces emotion. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've had songs, you know, pull me to tears. I've had songs that put me in a rage, but in a good way, you know, where you're just like, fuck yeah, you know, and, um. Yeah, that's what music's always done for me and that's why still even at 51 years old my brain is still 20 when it comes to music because <laughs> I'm still you're still 12. I'm still yeah, I'm still 12 um <laughs> you know mostly but yeah, yeah, music makes <laughs> to no, do but um but no, I music's always done that for me and music has been there when people weren't and it will always be that way, you know.
0: No, and I, and I think it it should be that way and and it's like that for me. Except I'm jaded by, by it, and I think it's cool that you're not. And the reason I'm jaded by it is because this is not arrogant, this is not bragging, this is just factual. I've been fortunate, but I've done a lot of shit in my life. Yeah. And there's a there's a point where my brain just goes stop. For example, I don't have song soup anymore. Well, Grant, I don't have song anything anymore because i <laughs> fucking played. Thanks, Ronan. Thanks, Kevin. Florida. <laughs> Well, no, I'm double whammy. Florida, Rona, Rona yeah, Florida. Been there, done that. Jesus Christ, I have to meet. I need friends. <laughs> Fuck. That's I'm why moving he, in. That's why he drove two and a half hours to see a friend today. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't wrong. Um, well, that and I've been need, need, we've been needing to hook up since I moved in. Yeah, I had to get the job things sorted out and all that shit. Anyway, where I was going with that is at, at one point my brain didn't have song soup it was a fucking restaurant chain right there was so much shit up there and it would all blend together and it would all run together and then Mm -hmm. i would get into and you know exactly what i'm about to say even though i've never said it to you um actually we have talked about it but you get into the conversations and the competitions about this drummer's better than that drummer and this band's better than that band and after a while you just go what the fuck does it matter yeah and that's where i got jaded right partially being let down by being so close to obtaining what I've always wanted partially by forcing so many songs in my head to have to learn whether they were originals or covers or whatever. Right. And just for the record kids, if you're joining an original band and you didn't write the pieces, you're in a fucking cover band. Right. Just wanted to point that out because that came up the other day. Uh, I have a microphone. I (laughs) went, where was I going with that? Oh, um, But I I think that's where I got some of my jadedness. Most of it probably comes from and I'm I'm over it. I'm definitely over it now. But most of it comes from being so close so many times and being let down. And it's nobody's fault. It's not my fault. Well, there was a couple times it was my fault because I said no when I should have said yes, but and again it wouldn't have put me where I got to in later years. But you just it's almost like you're starving. Here's a piece of food. Oh. I was just kidding. Fuck right. off. You don't get to eat. What about psych? Yeah. <laughs> what about psych? You just went psych. I he ain't heard psych in a minute. But you know what I'm saying? I think that's where a lot of my jadedness comes from. Yeah. Now, that being said, a lot of it is subsided. Now I'm just pissy because I'm not playing. Right. I have no outlet now. At least before, um, on days off and shit, I could go rehearse by myself and just that's where all my videos came
1: from exactly the which ones I that love. I was which I love by the way,
0: shanks, um the ones that I, I had to send him to Danny on YouTube because he doesn't have fucking social media that's right,
1: <laughs> so there's probably forty
0: more on my Instagram page that you've never seen, probably um but point is at least I had that now I have nothing right, and so now I'm not jaded anymore. well, I'm still jaded, I'll always be jaded <laughs> I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole, I get it. But now I'm just more frustrated because now I don't even have the outlet of being able to hit anything. Right. That's why the the, the random tapping that's been going on in this show right. is because I'm sitting behind Danny's electric rig and I want to <laughs> fucking play it and I can't. Um. But anyway, so there you go. I I throw you in, under the bus in a nice way because I think it's awesome that you're still excited.
1: Yeah, and and that's why that Roland kit you're sitting behind was acquired. Not only did I get a smoking deal on it, but I thought, hey, I can practice at home with my in-ears in, and I don't have to make a damn sound, and I don't offend any neighbors yep. or anything, and the wife doesn't come out and go, shut up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and my mom doesn't come out and go, shut up, <laughs> and the dog comes out and barks at me like, shut Ooh. the fuck up, Ooh. yeah, yeah, shut up, so, but uh, but yeah. Dog no. in Florida
0: speaks from, exactly. <laughs> from Florida man playing talking, drums.
1: Talking dog, amazing, no.
0: Uh, but no yeah uh wait the headline actually would be because it always starts with florida man right florida man
1: practices drums in garage dog speaks
0: <laughs>
1: florida's effed up
0: <laughs> yo florida is fucked up
1: yes yes it is there's some
0: fucked up shit down
1: here yes there's lots of messed up people down here Oof. and dude these motherfuckers down here cannot drive no no, no now sir now sir <laughs> no not at now, all sir
0: now sir i used to drive like miss daisy I used to follow the speed limit.
2: Mm-hmm. Not down here, you'll get For, killed.
0: Oh, yeah. You'll get run the fuck over. It's this- 70 on <laughs> 75. The speed limit is 70. I go to work in the morning. I'm doing 85.
1: And you're getting ran over. I'm getting run over. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Did you just yawn? No, not at all. You will be shot if you don't do 30 over the speed limit down here. You just yawned. Uh, it's The excitement is killing me. <laughs> no. Fine, I get it. No, all jokes aside, <laughs> you know, people call this the sunshine state. And then I moved here and I realized I'm the only person here that doesn't own a firearm. So I've dubbed this the gunshine state. Because everybody has a weapon in their car. I think so. And um I bought one, but I keep it at the house. You get three levels of security. You have the Louisville slugger, then you have Chief, the eighty five pound set of German Shepherd teeth in the house. That made my asshole pucker when I met him. Yep. And if you get past that, you get to meet um, some 9 millimeter with hollow points in it.
0: Yeah. So I got to meet one out of the three.
1: Yeah. And he didn't get bitten, but he smelled his kitty cats on him, so he had to sniff him for like 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, I was thoroughly inspected. (laughs) I passed, but I was still thoroughly inspected.
1: He didn't even use a rubber glove. No. (laughs) He did nudge me in the nut. That's what I mean. He didn't even use a rubber glove. (laughs) (laughs) No. He did the whole dog thing where he's
0: just nut height, and right in the. Ooh. Turn your head and cough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what you packing in here, boy?
0: All right. So other than <laughs> other, <laughs> what you got there, Doc? Other than this scary uncle reunion, what do you? What else you
1: got coming up? Because we're gonna we're gonna shut this thing down. I have an EP coming out um, with my band here in Port Charlotte. What's the name of them? It's a really good question. No, I'm sorry. Half ton hammer. Um, I had to take a little hiatus from the band. Unfortunately, my mother took a fall here at the house in January, broke her hip and her wrist. So um, the old drummer for the band is helping him finish up two of the songs, which is fine because he wrote those two with them anyway. Anyway. So technically they were his and that's the part of the cover band, original band I was playing in. Um Ooh, I like how so, you did that. Yeah, because well, you you said it would have been his parts, it would have been a cover band for well me. Well done. But uh, I'm the, just tired of that argument. Yeah. But I the know. other songs I wrote and they're my drum parts, you'll probably find them to be really boring. Uh you will not because Danny is um, a fucking badass. But um I will I will keep you abreast of when it will be released.
0: So uh, then I can
1: post it on social media. We do have a really cool video on YouTube though. If you look up Half Ton Hammer. Um, We have an original song called Excommunicado. Yes, from like, you know, the Keanu Reeves Reeves movie, Um, John Wick. Would you like to say that again? Yeah, from the Keanu Reeves movie, (laughs) John Wick. (laughs) We uh, took Excommunicado and the thought of, you know, what that meant for him. And yeah, it's a song now. Well, I will, I can tell you this.
0: um, I will put a link to that video in the show notes so they can find it. You must send me said link which I think you already sent it to me yeah. once, but send it to me again. Cool. You send me a lot of fucking videos.
1: Um, but I will make sure to put that in a show. What? That wasn't a shot. It's true. No, it's true. Trust me. Any, anytime I get around my band friends, I'm, I pull out my phone. They always go, fuck, Danny's got his phone out. and <laughs> They're like, here goes YouTube, uh, YouTube heaven. I'm like, check these guys out. Check out this drummer. Check out this band. Look at this vocalist. <laughs>
0: Although and and the sweet oblivion shit that you turned me on to <coughs> you today is actually cool. I didn't know about that. It's it's a band called Sweet Oblivion. Obliv- Edit. <laughs> a band called Don't you laugh at me because I can't fucking talk. Yeah. I, listen, I haven't done a show in four months. Right. Hey, I fucking moved to Florida. I don't know how to fucking do anything anymore. It makes
1: you feel any better? I've never done this. <laughs> <laughs> I popped you, Cherry.
0: Hey. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. Love you. Uh, <laughs> mean it. <laughs> No, the Sweet Oblivion stuff is Jeff Tate uh, singing. And it, some of that shit's really cool. You turn me on to a couple songs, so I put it in my library so I can check out the record later, because I had no idea he even did that shit. Mm-hmm. And you showed me something cool, Jeff Tate Acoustic. Yeah. So it, it's all, most of the shit you send me is good, except when you send me the really fast drummers. I'm like, why, Danny? You know I don't care. But then there's always a snippet in there, and I go, oh, that's why he sent me
1: that. Yeah. See? It's it's, I I know you fucker. It's not just because they're playing blazing 30 second notes, you know, and
0: That's part of it. Don't let him bullshit you. That's part of it.
1: Watching somebody do a blast beat that sounds like a 30 second note, but they're playing it with one foot, it's pretty impressive. (laughs) He ain't wrong. For me
0: and I've said this on my show, so I'm not playing. I'm not saving face in front of you. You're not wrong about that, but for me, after a while, I get bored with it. No, it is, and that's it, just me, though.
2: Yeah,
1: I well. like the guys that are. Tasteful. I like the tasty guys. Yeah, that that's what one. I
0: mean. That one European dude you send me, David
1: you, Diopold, that the dude
0: with the short hair, right?
1: Yeah, he's got short hair. Yeah,
0: three he's, three racks. Yeah, three racks. Yeah, that dude's a fucking monster. Yes, yes, that's that what dude's I mean. Is a monster.
1: He's he's got a jazz background. I know. and the only reason
0: i know that is because one of the videos you sent me he played this pattern in it and i went that's not a metal pattern right that's a total fucking jazz pattern right but i didn't know that he had a legit wait a minute i just sounded like i was 20 hey dog that shit's legit i didn't know he had a legitimate jazz background he
1: was too legit to quit
0: oh my god this is it i'm done we're out of (laughs) here a
1: lot of a lot of the metal guys i watch I've watched plenty of videos of them playing with like jazz trios, and yeah. it's amazing because they they can play. You know, um, instead of match grip, they play traditional. And but when they're playing their metal stuff, I mean, some of the metal guys I watched, I haven't even showed you a guy from a band called Unearth. He plays match grip, or yeah, he plays traditional all traditional. the time. Yeah,
0: there's another one. I think it's August Burns Red. Yeah, I think that, he's that, traditional yeah.
1: too. He's a wicked drummer too. But August Burns Red. Playing it, blast beats, is it, traditional Matt, grip. Not Matt Halpern i don't no, remember his that's name. the guy from periphery i me horrible with names yeah yeah
0: but the what i was going to say is the smart ones have that background oh yeah because the douchebags you're like, fast, it ain't worth the shit the no douchebag. anyway so i will make sure i put a link to that video in the show notes so you fuckers can find it uh what <laughs> else you got coming up anything
1: that's it man uh just got that ep coming out with a half ton hammer here in florida i've got the scary uncle show in march by the time you hear this that show's over but i know you guys killed it
0: because you killed the last two i caught part of the first one because obviously you
1: were using my rig (laughs)
0: come to collect your drum set (laughs) no i mean yes but no i did come for part of the show you
1: did and i appreciate
0: that um and the because i also had a gig that night yes you did and i came after my gig so fuck off you did (laughs) uh and then obviously the 19 when i was out with delana so i missed that one but i know you guys will crush it you guys are a great band um and for the past tense listeners i know they crushed it and i know those of you who caught it had a fucking great time
1: word word
0: anything else no man i can't i can't ask the normal questions like where can people find you because you they fucking can't (laughs) he's hiding
1: in florida (laughs) you can call 813 555 5555 yeah or or the u.s marshal service if you want (laughs) (laughs) no man you can call 1-800 where's danny (laughs) that's right That's the 1-800-who-cares. That's how you find that one. That is
0: not true. I care.
1: (laughs) I know you do. You drove two and a half hours to see me today, and I love you for it. I'm glad you got to make it down. I love you for it. It's only taken us six months through the Rona to work this all out, so it's great. Partial
0: Rona, partial me moving, and partial me trying to find a fucking job. Yeah. Or finding another job, because the first job I had was I was serving, so I was always working on the weekends, because that's the Monday nights.
1: Right, and I work Monday through Friday, all day. So it didn't work out on the weeknights either for me. So, nope. But we got our act together and he's here. We went out and had Cajun food for lunch today. It was, it was so awesome. Good. God, it was good. And, uh, yeah,
0: man. I got to watch Danny suck the heads off a of fish.
1: Actually, it was a crawfish, right, which has
0: fish in the name. So I got to watch Danny suck the heads <laughs> off a of fish.
1: Technically speaking, I just squeezed the body and suck the innards out of it and eat the tails. But yeah, what he said.
0: I just really wanted to say that on the yeah. show Because it's fucking gross I don't know They were like baby lobsters
1: The sound of saying suck like, sucking anything Doesn't really sound so good <laughs> Depends what you're sucking Hey Hey
0: <laughs> I love your face fucker
1: <laughs> You too man
0: <laughs> Well A tick, kids. That's the show for now. I have no idea when I'm going to post another one, so please do not text me, call me, carry a pigeon, tell a phone, tell a friend, tell a wrestler, none of that shit. Please do not ask me when the next show is going to be. I have no idea. Uh, I will get to it. I do have some stuff planned. But again, I have no friends. I don't know anybody down here. I'm learning, and I'm getting better. But it's just such a weird vibe down here. I hope you dug that conversation with Danny He is a funny dude I love hanging out with him Uh, He is about two and a half hours south of me But that does not mean anything That's way closer than the 14 hours or whatever the hell it is From here to Louisville So we will be hanging out a lot more Uh, It was good to see him It was good to see his house He's got a beautiful home Uh, Carrie was awesome As she always is And that's it I hope you dug the episode I hope you check out his stuff Some heavy stuff uh, I dig it for what it is but you guys know me I just I don't do the heavy thing that much anymore uh, it has to really grab me and that's because I'm an old jaded fuck at least I've come to that conclusion on my own so that's all I have to say about that but make sure you check out his band he will be back with them soon and uh, for anything else Danny Murphy related uh, if you have his number text him and if you don't you're shit out of luck because he does not do social media that's it that's all I got for now i am out of here um i have shit i have to do yeah that's really all i got to say i have shit i have to do i do have some songs i have to learn and hopefully i can expound upon that very soon uh, but we shall see uh tampa is a fickle place or Lutz which is actually where i live which is 20 minutes north of tampa but when you say Lutz, people don't know what the hell you're talking about Tampa's a fickle place. I will find my way. I will find where I'm supposed to be, and I will find my comfort zone. It'll just take me a while. So to my Louisville people, please know that I love you and I miss you. To the Louisville people that hate me, I love you and miss you too. Even that one guy. No, I fuck him. I, yeah, I don't give a shit about that guy. So, as I say at the end of every single episode, even if they're five and a half months apart, <sighs> go do some shit. Yep, go do some shit. Go do something. Find something you can do. I know the world is slowly opening back up. I know that I live in a city or a state that is more open than most places, but that doesn't matter. Things are still opening up. I do see my friends going to play more. Uh, They're getting back out there. They're getting back on stage. So we're, we're about through this thing. And in three or four years when the numbers come out and they go, oh my God, we over-exaggerated the numbers. We didn't, we didn't We didn't. really look at the numbers the way we shouldn't Oh my God, the numbers were wrong. I'll be the first one to stand up and go, Ugh, you fucking think? Okay, maybe that was a little too over the top, but you get what I'm saying. Go do some shit. Go play some music. Go learn a video game. Go learn how to do video editing. Go write a book. Go write a story. Go write a poem. Go write whatever the hell you want. It doesn't matter. Just go do something. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. So until next time, I will talk at you soon.